0: The Toffee Blues, your source for all things Everton. I am Jerry. Joining me today, I have Terry and uh, a new, a new face, a new voice that is that is joining joining the club. Uh, Dan is with us. Dan, what's going on, man?
1: Yeah, uh, all good. Yeah, it's been a, a an active day
0: in, in 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 the transfer world, but yeah,
1: it's been all good.
0: Transfer windows are really easy to uh to, to kind of draw obsession. And I can tell you right now, as somebody who is recovering from the transfer obsession that I have always dealt with. I mean, there were days at times where I was just literally just yeah. scrolling, scrolling, refreshing, refreshing. It was just, yeah. But now that I've learned that the January transfer window no, is a little, it's kind of a big psych out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. not I'm not as bad in January. Yeah. So, so Dan, what... Assuming it's legal, what do you do? Like, what is your what is your Dan daily life? What is Dan's, Dan's real life? What is it <laughs> I like? I
1: work um, Monday, Friday, 9-5, an um, office job um, up in um, Liverpool uh, City uh, Centre in the Glava uh, Buildings, where it is, uh, mm-hmm. it's macheri's HQ. But yeah, I, I, um, I work in
0: Glava in Buildings, yeah. That's awesome yeah. uh, uh, So is this the kind of see I, I always want to ask the kind of questions that if you answer them a certain way you wouldn't have your job anymore. so I'm not gonna ask that question okay. you know because I was kind of like, is this like your job you wanted to do or you know what I mean <laughs> or is this something you're lo- you know but um, I, I'm gonna choose yeah. not to pursue that just to yeah. make sure I keep you in the clear yeah um, thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, spare time what do you do like uh, like, is this kind of thing where you you play football in your spare time yeah, or yeah. Um, I go to the game um, I'm
1: um, an Everton uh, season uh, older. Um, I've been since um, well, the age of 5 um, home and away um a big Evertonian and um, yeah and then I play uh, football as well
0: in my spare time so yeah I'm a big football fan that's awesome uh Terry, do you have anything? I've got one surprise question for him that I'm going to just spring on him. But I want to see. I'm always curious, because uh, there's a chance you guys like know each other or something. I've gotten to the point where I realize that's always possible. Terry, you got any question for for Dan on his
2: on his first show?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, um, what you do in the in the lava building? I know people who work in the lava building, but it, there's several things in there. So if you can say like, um, if I see pensions at university pensions I know someone who works with you lovely do you know I don't know can I say the name he, he, no message me you
0: <laughs> shouldn't say the name <laughs> this is so so typical though man Terry's
2: just like <laughs> I sort of know everyone you know everyone <laughs> one of my really good friends works in university effectively that job I don't even know the company's name but that is what he does in that building. Yeah. so there can't be two fans that do that in the same building, surely. But yeah, as yeah. as as, as, uh, as predicted, Jerry. I, I don't know him, but I sort of like we have a mutual acquaintance, we have a mutual
1: friends. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> nice, nice. That is, yeah, I I definitely saw that coming. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so it's so a bizarrely small world over there. Uh, so last thing, we have a tendency every once in a while to to uh, talk about uh, movies, TV, whatever, give me give me one movie where you're like, this is Dan's movie, and you can judge my personality on it if you wish.
1: Well, behind him is the Avengers, so I'm a big Iron Man fan. Yeah, big Iron Man fan, and um, I am more into um, action and uh, comedy films, so yeah.
0: So, comedy. so the occasional like action comedy is just like completely <laughs> your jam. Is that what yeah, you're saying? I'd
1: say Jeff, Hurley is a. a Ooh,
0: what a good one! Yay so, yeah.
1: And then if you want to flip it, I can watch Step Brothers. Oh yeah, Step Brothers. Very or, cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that film.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think action comedy. I immediately jump to Hot Fuzz and Tropic Thunder. Oh like yeah, those hot are, fuzz,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, hot fuzz is like almost like they're kind of talking about action movies in the middle of it and trying yeah, to like yeah. mimic certain shots and stuff. <laughs> like they just take two guns and fire them in the air and go ah. <laughs> 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 it's so good. <laughs> <ghost> film, like. <laughs> Nick in Frost film. talk about Bad Boys Two just trips me out. I can't Bad help boy, it. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Well, so that's. That's a little bit of insight. We're gonna get more, more with Dan, Dan in real life, which is an American film, just a thing. Yeah, I just realized that. I was, I've been saying Dan in real life. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a movie. That's why I've been saying that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, S- Steve Carell. That's what that is. So. Um. All right. So yeah, we'll get more Dan later. Um. But we should probably start talking about about Everton. Uh. Because that's one of the reasons why Dan. Well that's the reason Dan is here is to talk everything with us. Um I don't know if he's here to uh to make pleasantries with a bespectacled long haired Grey American. Uh Gray American, <laughs> uh, That's my that's my new title. Uh so so yeah, so let's sum up the show really quick. Um for the people listening via podcast at the moment. Um we're starting off uh we're gonna talk about Richarlison. Uh to, today, this is being recorded on a Wednesday. Uh, some news dropped that supposedly Barca had made this monster bid, uh, and immediately all of our all of our butt cheeks clenched. Evertonians immediately did this like, Hoo! you know, it was very it's like collective. You could hear us, all of us, uh, just kind of clenching up. Um, so. Uh, And since then the club has kind of spoken through some media presence We'll talk about all of that um, And just kind of uh, Gosh, where would we be without Richarlison? What if we have to be without Richarlison this summer? Uh, Moving forward Is this the kind of thing where we're going to stand strong regardless? What does Richarlison think? You know, we're just going to have a conversation about that Because it's kind of one of the big conversation topics On Everton social media right now And then we'll get into uh, Talk about a match preview Uh, We've got Watford Coming up, um, and there's no more uh, Marco Silva nonsense to uh, to to kind of uh, you know muddy the waters. So we can talk mainly about the the football, which would be upcoming. So we're gonna do a match preview on that, and then we'll do a quiz, a starting eleven quiz between these two gentlemen. Dan on his first show gets thrown into the fire with with a starting eleven quiz, and I promise oh. it won't be too painful. Somebody who's been going the game for the, as long as you have, oh, I'm sure you'll be fine. Um, and you know, and Terry will be will will, will be a gentle opponent. He, <laughs> yeah. He's he he knows his stuff, but at the same time, he's kind about knowing his stuff. Oh, you know, yeah. Thomas you know, is brutal. So if you yeah, Thomas is brutal. He just will flat out go, I'm undefeated. What? You know, it just yeah. <laughs> That's for you, Thomas. Yeah, so, all right, so guys, let's, let's start talking Rich Um So one of Everton's most important players, some people would even go on the record as saying he is our most important player, uh, there was rumors that came through that uh, we have rejected instantly an 85 million pound bid, um, and everybody was like, where did that come from, what the hell is going on? The, the freaking window's almost over. we got like a, hardly any more time left. Uh, that would leave us really naked. What would we do? Um, and then, since then, I think, uh, I'm, I'm assuming it was other media presences as well, but uh, Dominic King came out and said, Everton has said, this is nonsense. This didn't exist. This didn't happen. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. That kind of thing. Okay? So. But it got us thinking. All right. Um, obviously, I think all three of us, if we were to be asked right now, we don't want him sold this window, regardless. Even if we got this monstrous amount, because we wouldn't be able to replace it, leaves us pretty darn bare. It's it's tough. It would be really tough, unless the plan- the club has been planning on this happening. All right. Um, however, we got to think about the possibility they might go in the summer. Alright. So Dan, I'm gonna start with you. Give me some initial thoughts. I've got some questions lined up, but I figure it may help you just to <coughs> cleanse yourself of these Richarlison based feelings. Um, so what do you got? I
1: think it will um it's interesting. Um, you know, it came out of nowhere. but I'm not scared, I'm not worries, you know, we know that when Evan said no. If it's true, then or I think Sky be being Sky Sports, you know, there's no be no report in Spain, you know, I haven't seen anything, no report about it. Uh, this came out of the blue. But this is going back twelve months ago now where the PSG in Jessicay saga started, you know, they came in and we said no. But then we're going, Well, we know that he's gone in the summer. It's like that. Yeah. But if we had two players lined up for the Charleston then we don't know but not now not now in the summer it'll be a bit edgy but as long as we've got two players lined up
0: for the sale of him then it'll
1: be a different story life
0: okay Uh Terry as always he's very patient while while the other person Terry usually has to go second in these videos so so Terry it sits back like a Zen master. What, what what do you have to say about all this? Uh, what what kind of feelings is this stirred up inside the bearded
2: one? Um, nothing. I just like <laughs> Sorry, that's you're like I don't care. No, go ahead, Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just straight up and down, don't believe it because when does Sky Sports ever break anything with Everton? They're always you know a week behind when it comes to Everton and don't know. no reports anywhere else or any whispers of it at all and out of the blue, oh yeah Sky Sports have said that um, £85 million bid for Richarlison's like, nah, it doesn't exist, the club have immediately dismissed it and said, the club yeah, would have said it's rejected if it was real, they've said nah, it didn't happen, you know what it is it's just Sky Sports trying to whip up some interest towards the end for their deadline day and that one's a nice easy one Yep. Uh, just, uh, just nonsense, Absolute nonsense. Now, there's a conversation to be had of, oh, what if it really happens in the summer, and what would you do then?" And I'm sure we'll get onto that. But right now, it's like, nah. E- even if it was real, it's like I don't think so. It's the two, you know, matter of hours left before the end of the transfer window, and you know, you're going to bid for our best player. No Premier League club can be bullied anymore. Like we took, we we legged PSG last last year when the bid was real. Yeah, they came back in the summer, but you know it's the same this time around. It's like no, you you can't just take Premier League players unless they want them to be sold in January. Mm-hmm. Summer's a different matter, you know. You never know, but um, yeah, Sky Sports have got a very. Good <laughs> I'm temper. not worried. No, I'm not. So, I mean, how is it uh, like?
0: I'm because uh, I'm with you guys. Uh, I I'm a little. It seems really jacked up that Sky Sports can have Sky Sports, but also have this entire like betting operation in which they are sort of adjusting their own market. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, that's a that's a strange world that we don't really. I don't really live in that world. I haven't seen a lot of uh, direct correlation to something like that. There are. You know, you know, c- comparisons I can make to other industries, but not this same type of thing. Uh, it's weird the way this always happens. They're kind of like, "Oh, this happens," and then a flush, uh, a bunch of bids come in, <laughs> and people that yeah, yeah. that seems kind of jacked up. Um, but yeah, you know what would convince me this is real is a is a phone a phone call between Mashiri and Jim White. <laughs> That's what I need. I need to hear. <laughs> evening, Jim. <laughs> evening, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway sorry i just there's just been some funky everton deadline day stuff oh it's again it's jim white being
1: wherever he is just as as you just said there you know he's just trying to make up a bit of interest towards the end of the deadline day let's be honest not even happens now in 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 um this month you know, in you January, nothing happens and it hasn't happened since well a while now. nothing big has happened. I, I think the biggest one has happened now is Edickson or Bruno um Fernandes. But that that's that's it. But with Charlton Barca.
0: nah, not for me. I think it was it uh <laughs> Bergwine going to Spurs as well. That was mm-hmm. another yeah. another kind of fairly big one. It's just you know, it, it, uh, we when we look, when you look at our winter signings from the past, it's not a great record. It's not the mm. best, like, knock on wood, wow, what a window. And and a lot of times in the heat of the moment, a lot of times we sort of are underwhelmed, you know. And every once in a while we get a little bit faked out. I was psyched about Jink Tosin, you know. I know some people. I feel like uh, I saw. uh, I think it was American Toffee podcast. Somebody from them was talking about uh, how they were psyched about Ada McGee. You know when that happened. (laughs) You know which is you know it happens. Uh, So it's you know there's it's just not a great window. The value is so low. It's such a like an emergency type situation. You pay over the odds. Yeah. You know. So anyway, enough about this window. Okay, let's pretend Uh, because we've been talking about this on our Toffee Blues. We have a Toffee Blues, uh, like, kind of direct message group on Twitter. And it's cool, I'm telling you. It's not lame. It's cool. So, (laughs) but but basically, you know, and somebody mentioned South Americans, if a bid comes in from Barca or Madrid, Uh, they they usually want to go because uh, that typically is a is a big dream for South, which, yes, that's painting an entire group of people with the same brush. However, you do kind of get it, all right? Um, so there's a chance that if this if the interest is true, that yeah, he may want to go in the summer. And let's be honest, Silva's gone. And that was one of the main reasons he came to us in the first place, right? So if he does want to go, Let's consider how much we want for him, how much is a logical number for Richarlison, and under what circumstances do you think we we would cope with a loss like that. Because, you know, I look at clubs like Dortmund, and they lose players like that all the time. All the time, every year. We're just, I don't, like Dortmund and Madrid, Atletico Madrid, they lose, you know, good players, a lot. Um, and they just bring a new one back bring a new one up uh and I don't know if that's yeah. necessarily the model that we can even consider right now because of where we're at but um anyway dan go ahead and get get to where you're cuz you you got something locked and loaded i i can i can see it in your eyes so what how do you feel about <laughs> was, about all that
1: it was i mean so i done um, a tweet about an hour ago or so and i said don't be alarmed for Well, like, as you just said there, South Americans and Brazilian players do like to play for Barcelona. Mm. You know, there's loads, you know, look at it, look at it, uh, Felipe Atinho. You know, even for about, what, 135 mil, I don't think the Charlton's worth that much. I I think if your officers, Say, for example, if it does happen in the summer, 90 mil, 100 mil max, then I want, you know, again, now I said before, two players for, you know, mm-hmm. like in a, in a place of him. So, probably that Everton, Spurs uh, suppose, from, um, from Brazil. Or maybe Allen from Napoli, mm. you know to attack and play for Allen is about 29 now. Um but that Edmonton is 20 what 23 I think. Um but just needs if he goes two plays in.
0: Mm. Gotcha. Uh do you think we'd uh we'd cope no problem or would we cuz we've been running kind of a two striker system and so not all of our goals were just coming from one striker anymore. Uh, but it is coming from mainly Richarlison and DCL lately.
1: I think he'll be missed massively. You know, it's, you know, downstairs on, on Sky Sports, you know, Diaz's records on and Richarlison is first on everything. Jules won, passing the final third, shot on target. He scored 21 goals since he's been in Everton. He will be a miss yeah. if he does go. A massive miss to the squad and the club. The, the fans, you know, when I think he's obviously the first name on the team season on on match day. So I think he will be a, a massive, a huge miss.
0: Yeah. Um, so Terry, same questions, man. Do I need to recap or do you just have all your answers like ready to fall off the tongue?
2: No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we we'll- this is on the assumption that he was to go in the summer, not now? Correct. Right. Um, yeah, we we struggle without him because he's our best player, but it depends how he's replaced. We, last time we sold our best player, he wasn't replaced, and we struggled for like two, three years. And now we've only just managed to replace him, you know, after a fashion with Rich Allison and Calvert Lewin and what have you, you know, with a few players. So I. <clears throat> I do trust Marcel Brands to replace an outgoing big player more so than I trusted Steve Walsh for sure. But as <clears throat> I've no, no problem with them with him going because it's Barcelona, South American or not, if you're from the moon, you you know you want to go to Barcelona. Um, but we need to get a really good deal, 85 million. I think that or that that about would be good value for him. I know people are saying oh much much more, but. You know, you've got to be realistic. They're not going to offer much more. They offered more for Coutinho, but they just had the the Neymar money. You know, into the club and and what have you. the only thing I'd be dubious of with Barcelona is is it eighty five million mostly up front, or is it like you know fifty up front and five million on an eclipse and five million on February 29th? i And I'm not interested in any of that. Like our whole model as a club now is. In theory, to bring in young players, so when a mega bid comes in for one of the emerging stars, we can sell them and then just reinvest that with more young players. Like like you said it yourself, Jerry, like Dortmund do, like Atletico the, like the Madrid do. It stings because we've not got a good track record of replacing them effectively. But you need to start doing that. So if we could sell them for say it is eighty five million in the summer, you know, because you're not going to deny a player and move to Barcelona you got to hope three or four players that does go on before the sale goes through and then a Star comes out of that and you, you know you sell him in a few years and then you're just constantly generating your own money we've seen from the accounts that there's no money coming in for players I'm not really you know I'd like to not sell the best players but it's 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 not realistic We that, that is what we're going to have to do if if we're going to progress and, and improve, is to take the big money offers when they come and invest wisely. Dominic Calvert Lewin cost one point five million. Like it, if you're patient and you're, you're committed to it, you can you know develop your own players. I know Richarlison's a lot better than you, Calvert Lewin, at the minute. But you know the that's the model that's the model you can't like base your whole structure and transfer policy and you know project around selling big star you know young players that you develop into stars and then not sell them when the big offer comes it's just not going to work
0: yeah Uh, and you know I I think there's uh, it's tough because there's part of you that is very much just like no we want to be we want to be this this club that holds on to our better players you know, and I, and you see a lot of people sitting there saying you can't sell your best, best players and still expect to be able to compete year in, year out. And they really believe that. Um, but, uh, but but there are clubs out there who do that. And I think what you have to figure out is you have to get not only some stability in your management and coaching staff, but you also need some stability in your academy to be able to kind of get that conveyor belt going, um, to figure out how you you as a club handle young talent. Dortmund's a great example because Pulisic had started kind of playing less and they had started bringing Sancho in a lot more, so then they sold Pulisic and Sancho's immediately the one who's starting right now anyway. You know what I mean? So it's like they're just intelligent about how they bring and cycle people out when they're kind of thinking, you know what, their value's up, this is what the club needs. Uh, I do think Everton are different. <laughs> than Dortmund for a lot of reasons, so I don't want to sit there. Uh, but with the, if you're really intelligent about it, it can be done. Uh, but, you know, we're just not at that point right now, you know? So it's weird to try to – I don't know the proper balance is what I'm saying. Uh, but I do think that if he does want to go and a big offer comes back based on financial fair play and all that nonsense, um, yeah, it's just probably going to have to happen. You know, and Terry, you're right. You brought up a question. You brought up something. If you're from the moon, you want to go to Barcelona? Yeah, that's true. That is that is very, <laughs> very true. You know? So, South America or no? Yeah, that's a thing. So, I know people here in North Carolina who <laughs> would drop everything to be able to do something like that. And it's North Carolina. So, yeah. So, all right. Um, Dan, did you have anything else on this?
1: Um, no, just it just mainly. You know, I just hope he he stays for a bit longer. But you know, as you just said, there if if come knocking you know you you, you got to honour that. You know, I mean it's you know you do you want to play alongside Wolcott or Messi. That's, the
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a comparison right there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, just, just, just the last point didn't. Didn't Barcelona have to take like a loan out to get Antoine Griezmann? So where the hell are they getting
0: eighty five million pound well, from? Like, i they, got they, this they text before.
1: I you know. got the same text. Well, I got a text off my brother going, "Where the f are they getting eighty five million from?" Because they just about got Griezmann and they went to court over him. Like, well there's your point you know is it just Sky Sports is it true I don't know it's just sports isn't it <laughs> let's yep. just be
2: honest
0: alright well then uh, we can move on hey hey there we go Charles is staying put everything's cool your world will continue to be filled with pigeons uh, so anyway uh, that's the end of our Richarlison on the move, question mark, oh no, exclamation point, segment. We are doing a match preview uh, of the upcoming Everton-Watford match this weekend. Uh, it's an away match. Uh, Everton's going going down, down south to London to, to, to Elton John country. Uh, are, are they still singing? The Elton John song before? I don't think they are right. They kind of got rid of that. How they were, you know, how they were like going to sing Rocket Man or something beforehand. I I, yeah, they I feel like
1: they, they've done away with that. I think they've well, done
2: like two games. I think I don't really know. Yeah, they, they swapped out Zed cars to, um, to. I think it was Rocket Man, or it was certainly an Elton John song.
0: Yeah, now they've gone back to Z cars. It's been annoying. Yeah. That's our song. So. Yeah. Well, you know, what do you do? Uh, so. Yeah, anyway, sorry, just the idea of the sing-along. I'm trying to imagine that getting greenlit for Ed Goodison. I just, I just, yeah, no. Uh, but anyway, uh, so uh, Watford's current form right now, actually pretty good. Um, I mean, you wouldn't know it by their the fact that they're 19th in the table right now, 5-8 uh, and 11 with 23 points. But uh, to be honest with you, uh, since Pearson has taken over, they've only lost three matches in 11 games. Um, he took over December 6th uh, or 6th of December 2019. Um, now, recently, they've lost 2-1 to Tranmere, lost uh, 2-1 to Villa, drew 0-0 with Spurs, beat Bournemouth 3-0. Um, but overall, they're proving a very difficult team to break down, difficult team to beat, um, which uh, I think that's, that's usually what you want in a manager when you're when you're worried about your team being in the bottom three. I feel like it's the first thing a manager does is let's be tough to beat. Um, so, uh, possible starters, Foster, Mariapa, Dawson, Cathcart, Masina, Chaluba, and Capu in the center, uh, Decore right in front of them. And then on the wings, Delefeu and Puseto coming in for Ismail Sarr, possibly unless Sar is back from his hamstring. So we'll talk about that. We'll figure that out. Um, and Troy starting up top, uh, I guess uh, Troy Deeney was uh, one of Walsh, Steve Walsh's favorites. Always wanted Troy Deeney. Uh, so, guys, uh, you know ter- Terry, I'll start with you. Uh, what do you think? Uh, what are your concerns about this Watford match uh, going forward? Uh, I, I know you've you've mentioned it earlier, but maybe let's
2: say it again. <laughs> uh- it's a pretty obvious one. It's, it's physicality more than anything. I mean, that's not to say that Watford haven't got anything about them other than that, but you know that now you know they've got Pearson in now, and he seems to have you know steadied the ship a little bit and um, got them fighting for results again. And we've shown several times that away from home, if teams rough us up a bit and bully our defenders, then we we struggle to cope with that. So that's my main concern like uh, Holgate's been playing like fantastically over the last several weeks but he's still only a very a slight a very slight centre back so the likes of him against Troy he you know I think that'll be something that Watford probably try and target try and get an advantage I don't think they'll put him against Jerry Mina just because he's bigger I think they'll try and exploit Pacey the side of him uh, the, the pressure as well the pressure we've not got a good track record in away games and uh, you know Carlo Ancelotti's come in now and you know Hopefully things will improve incrementally week on week, but it's not going to be able to revolutionise the mentality overnight and the mentality of these players. As historically been quite poor away from home, we, we we crumble, we crack when the you know the when things are against us, and that's what concerns me. I don't think we're going to get a footballing lesson off Watford, but we might get you, you know some uh, some rough some rough tactics, some rough hours, and and why not? That that's what I'd do if I was in their shoes anyway.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, when we've talked about this before, you know, you talked about the possibility of Deeney bullying uh, Holgate uh, because he's on the smaller side. Uh, but it, just Pearson, I, I always associate Pearson, I have this image of him as kind of being a, you know, there's different types of managers. I always see him as sort of like a bully type of manager, which uh, for certain football clubs, it's actually in, in certain circumstances, that's the kind of manager you need. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know. And it could just be me. And do I know the guy? No, I don't. I'm basing this off on like two incidents <laughs> that happened to catch the media. So is that fair? Maybe not. Whatever. But however, uh, I, it's just the way I uh, I see the guy. Um, now, uh, so Dan, uh, anything that when you take a look at this this club, uh, when you take a look at Watford and the fact that they're in a decent form. Where do you feel like are, are trouble spots? Anything that we're afterward we may be thinking oh gosh we should have seen this coming?
1: I think it doesn't help playing a team like Wofford from what happened last week against mm-hmm. Newcastle. This is the last game that you want to play. A team that is you know they want to stay up. They stands to get a few points there and there. They beat Manu uh, You know They drew with Spurs at home. Um, you know when they beat um, well, I know it's not our but away to Bournemouth three uh, 0 But um, I think the mentality will be key on Saturday. It depends how well will they pick themselves up from last week, last Tuesday. How will they cope with a, a strong side away from home? You know they've got what they've gained fourteen points under Nigel Pearson. You know. And yet yeah, the the nineteenth put two points from fifteenth, it, it it's so close, and I think uh, a draw will 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 be you know you would you would take a draw anyway, but what happened last week? You want to say you want to win now, but just just see how we we cope mentality wise.
0: It'll be really interesting to see what kind of uh, attitude. Is is coming off of us in this one? Uh, is it the kind of thing where we seem? I mean, they're professional footballers, so immediately you think, "Oh, it's no problem." But there is this, you know. Uh, once you you lose a late lead, doubt starts creeping in. Yeah, it's you know, it happens. Yeah, you know, just don't want
1: to go back to people, you know, you know, Doctor Zabi, you know, last year. Or oh, you know, what I mean, where we lost to a, a literally last kick, and then we didn't. Then, then our form was just all over the place after that. So, mm-hmm. but with, with now, it's been ten days, and Angelotti is now been with the squad now for a long time now. With no games involved, so he's he sat them all down and he he's got to work on them one by one. I.
0: I mean, I would feel like uh, you know, quality managers, when they have that kind of time off, yeah. Uh, make, a, make the best of it and are able to kind of shore up some issues. Um, you just never can tell if a, if a big gap like that after a last-minute collapse uh, is a good thing or if they want to hurry up and play and get the next game over with. Mm. Um, you know, sometimes letting it steep too long, not the best thing. Um, but then again, when you focus on the work, when you focus on the work you need to do and focus on that rather than in the stuff you can control instead of what happened last time and in imagining and trying to relive negative scenarios, you focus on what you do moving forward. Maybe you don't have to sweat that. So I think it's a big part of you know, well, our, our collective psychology. I'm curious as to how we approach this. You know, we played well. We played, I think that was the best game that we played under
1: Angelotti. You know, we were supposed to be in about four, five nil in, in the first hour, mm. and then it, but but we thought I mean, I mean, everyone thought you know we won two nil, clean sheet, three points, at home, job done. But what happens at the end? God knows what happened. But Watford away is a. This is what we need. Is it what we're trying to avoid. I don't know. It'll be mm. a, a tough test. All
0: right. Let's. Let's talk starters. Terry, uh, I, I can't imagine who you think is going to be
2: starting this match. Um, I, I wouldn't change too much from the game against Newcastle because, you know, other than the madness at the end, I think the team put in a good performance. Um, only slight thing I would change it uh, would we'll be I'll just actually read the lineup. So it'd be Pickford. Um, Coleman and Dean uh, I think Coleman suits these type of games a little bit more than Dean as the right back uh, Sorry, as, um, than Sidibe as the right back just because uh, he's you know, a little bit more experienced he's got a little bit more fights whereas Sidibe is a little bit undisciplined in his positioning um, I'd have Mina and Holgate as centre backs so Just I wouldn't be playing Michael Keane unless there's an injury to be honest at this point Bay I would play ahead of Walcott on the right. Um, was it away at New? Nu- he played. Which game did um, Newcastle. Newcastle? Yeah, it was Newcastle, yeah. wasn't it? So Deby played at right uh, midfield ahead of Coleman, and then they were switching between the back three and the back four. Then I think we'll probably go with that. Um Elph and centre midfield because you know who else. Um, Bernard on the left and Richarlison and Calvert-Lewin up front. Moise uh, Keane scored his first goal, um, made up for him. I th- still think, though, that he'll be spending a lot of time coming off the bench as the first attacking and substitute um, and starting more home games than away if, if he's going to be starting games because he needs to still feel his way into the league and it's going to be quite a physical game and it might uh, not be the best game to start him in if he can avoid it.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely with you on that. Uh, and the assumption is that Rich Charleston is healthy enough and will be fit for this. It will be no. It won't be ready. Uh, Gaboming, who knows? Uh, it's, uh, you know, Dan has has mentioned to us before that there's rumors afoot that he has re-injured himself. We'll see. You, you haven't really seen a lot of info from Everton on this, so we'll see. Uh Gomez not ready yet, but he's in training with the team, <clears throat> which is cool. Uh, we, we nice to see the uh, second most most beautiful man with a beard in the area. Uh, so yeah, Terry, <laughs> reigning champ Terry. Uh, so <laughs> and then and then uh, you know so it's and I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that uh, is probably. Not going to be in there,
1: Sigurdsson.
0: but who Sigurdsson? Oh, yeah, Sigurdsson's the other one. That's who I was trying to remember. Oh, yeah, him, yeah,
1: which yeah. goes missing. <laughs>
0: yeah. no idea what's going on with Sigurdsson this season. Uh, yeah, or at the end of the season, he's, a, he's an enigma right now. Um, so, uh, anyway, so it's it's uh, I, I'm with you on all that. I know I we had talked before about how I thought City may be getting the start because I was I was concerned about the quickness of Watford's wings. However, I don't know the Puseto player very I don't have a lot of experience with him watching him play. And to be honest with you, I think this is one of those where we need our captain. We need our captain. Uh, we I felt like we almost didn't have a captain in the last match, and that was one of the reasons why we kind of you know what I mean, like I feel like we needed some I realized he was on the field at the end, but I feel like this is one where we need someone getting in everybody's shit all right yeah, I said a bad word, whatever all right, so anyway uh yeah so i i i I'm all for Coleman coming in, and I agree with you guys. I think it's just a smarter fit for this match anyway, so uh. So let's uh let's throw our incredibly unexpected predictions uh out. Uh so Dan, what's your what's your prediction on this one? Uh
1: I'll say a draw, even though that you you wanna win, but you would have t- took a draw anyway. Um tough players team that is who needs points as well as much as us. Um they want to climb that table and I think draw uh, say first goal to Cavalier
0: okay so so one all yeah okay good I, I just made that up I had no way of knowing what your real score was Terry one all. what is it <laughs> Terry
2: what's yours 2-2 uh, 2-2 two, two. Two, two draw
0: yeah who's scoring the one uh,
2: Richarlison first goal scorer
0: okay and I've got I've got one all. I know I just totally blew your minds with that prediction. Uh Mina getting the goal, shaking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just needs to happen for for the second. Do you want to see his dance? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> see. Thank you. See, we're just finishing each other's sandwiches now. It's, it's fantastic. All right. So, uh anyway, so that's uh, I think we've pretty much covered this. Mm. Uh, several times. So uh, I guess that's it uh, for our match preview. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for If You Know Your History, the Everton based quiz segment that pits Dan against Terry in a Toffee's Cage match of wit and might. So, guys, it's a starting 11 quiz. I'm going to tell you a match from the past. All right, we're going to get into our, our DeLoreans and make flaming tracks to a certain year, to so a certain day, in which Everton played a team. And you will have to tell me the starting 11 and the subs who played. You will go back and forth. In order to determine who goes first, I have a plastic fake American bit of currency. It is, it is uh, not real. This is clearly, uh, yeah... Yeah, Martin Sheen. So, uh, Dan, I will let you call it in the air. Heads. Heads. It is heads, Terry. It is heads. See that right there? Yeah, heads. There's Martin. So, Dan, would you prefer to go first or second? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. So, insert intense quiz music. Wow, that's like like it's like watching The Dark Knight. It's so intense. Wow, it's like it's like the opening bank robbery from The Dark Knight. It's crazy. Okay, don't know, don't know. Yeah, it's so good. All right, so the date is the sixteenth of August, two thousand and fourteen. Final score: Lester two. Everton 2. Okay? So, Dan, I will begin with you. Dan! Nobody ever does that joke with you, do they? <laughs> Dan! I'm going to start with the goal scorer. Aiden McGeady. Ah. that is uh, That is correct. That's a hit, sir. And you just flouting your knowledge, knowing about Hayden <laughs> Begidi's <laughs> score. <laughs> <laughs> it was a goal. All right. Terrence, it is your turn.
2: Layton Baines.
0: Layton Baines, he did he did start. Okay, so... Dan.
1: Stephen Naismith.
0: That is correct. He also scores, I think. Are you sure. That that's correct too. <laughs> um, Terry, what do you got? Gareth Barry. Gareth Barry. Oh, yeah. No. Sorry, I miss I miss Gareth Barry. Oh, I miss the seasons. Well, yeah. well, anyway, all right, what do you got?
1: Um, I'm going to say Seamus Coleman.
0: Seamus, Seamus Coleman entered the game as a sub, Ooh. so that technically counts. Yes. I'm
1: struggling. Mm-hmm. Alright,
0: so Terry
2: James McCarthy
0: James McCarthy did start and what's funny is I accidentally drew a line through it and uh, I accidentally read it as James McEarthy. <coughs> so I drew a line through the C it looked like an E so I am forever calling him James McCarthy. That's a thing that's happening. So that is uh, that's three rounds down what you got Dan um Tim Howard Tim Howard never heard of him mm-hmm. but he started <laughs> oh I'm struggling
2: Struggling. John
0: Stones Jerry. John Stones Stones yes sir Dan Forth
1: oh god uh Oh god...
0: Um... No, he did not start. <laughs> um... God did not start. <laughs> I'm gonna take this... ...shot... And say, Lukaku? Yeah. Yeah, he started. Oh god. Yeah, I didn't do that annoying host thing where they're like, "I don't know," you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, I don't need to do that. So, Terry, what do you got, bud?
2: Ross Barkley.
0: That is a miss. <gasps> no, that is a miss. He is not even on the bench. Is he did <laughs> had to have been if he's not if he's not playing, you know. Uh, uh, could have been doodling in the margins of a, you know, coloring book plans. with a yellow crayon. Yeah, two on a yellow crayon. We, we all we all want to make crayon jokes with Ross Barkley now. It's all crayon based now with Ross. Uh, so uh, that was it. Uh, there. So Ross Barkley was not in the in the club. There were three other starters you guys did not mention, and one other sub. Who came in? Any any quick guesses? Really quick. I said really quick twice. Little Jack Alka. I guess. I... Yes, that would have been that would have been a hit. Only Hibbert. Nope, was not even on the bench.
2: And
0: God, I was in Tenerife
1: that day as well.
0: Tom and... <laughs> um, cleverly. Nope. Oh, shot.
1: Effort, huh? Oh, Gary, James McCarthy, um, God. Gods. He was this? off.
2: Brian Avieto.
0: No, he was not on the bench either. Wow, what's going on? Wow. This is a weird time, by the way. This is a weird time. I'm looking he at some of the people the on the bench. He was goalkeeper, some... and I'm going, oh, No, no. <laughs> he was the substitute goalkeeper? That's, that's a good. Shot, but that would have been on the bench. He didn't play, but substitute goalkeeper. Uh, Joe. Yeah, Robles. Oh, yeah, Joel. Yeah. Um, Go on, Jerry. Tell us. Go on. Um, the other starting center back was uh, Distant. Oh. Oh
2: yeah. I was
0: Stones was right back, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Uh, that's the that's the fake out there, guys. You can also
1: show me Phil Neville in the ages. I don't know why.
0: Well, it, it's such <laughs> a weird thing because some of these players I didn't realize played on the same team. Uh, but uh, uh, the one of the starting wings you guys didn't mention is uh, Pinar. Oh, oh yeah! Wow. And he and he, you know you, but I didn't oh, realize. I didn't. Even, I thought so too. And it, but yeah, he was there, and. Uh, Morales came in for Pinar in the 81st minute okay which would make sense you know that I I figured you guys would have said Morales but it's easy to kind of forget about him lately Um, but um, on the bench I find equally interesting Uh, Mo Besic uh, Christian Atsu Atsu uh, was on loan from Chelsea Uh, uh, Leon Osman and uh, Antolin Alcaraz oh what a sign, it yeah. was. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, uh, <laughs> what, was he, though? Was he seen? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't see him. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Terry, um, it's still a good showing. I wouldn't beat yourself up too much over it. Uh, Dan did a good job. What do you do? Uh, Dan, well done, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Maiden Voyage on the show and you uh and you won a quiz. Yeah. So congrats on yeah. that.
2: Um
0: <laughs> Yeah. So so uh yeah. as the prize, your prize for for winning the trivia is to pick a good tune for us to finish the show or to which we finish the show. Gotta make sure I'm sad. Oh sound.
1: it's got well, I'm gonna honor this towards Andre Gomez and Faye. Uh, Balta by Jeffy Cinnamon.
0: I think it was Tom who requested it like a while back, like last year maybe. And I had never heard it before. And yeah, and I introduced my family to it. It's awesome. So yeah, love love that. Especially since he spells Jerry like I do. And yeah. apparently in America no one spells it like this. So it's it's uh perpetually frustrated you know i get called gary repeatedly and people people literally will will see my email address and then do the header j-e-r-r-y comma and you know what i mean and it's just like it's right there so anyway dig the jerry cinnamon this is a good one uh so as uh I, I, I kind of wish I could see Belter like in a scene in a movie. You know what I mean? I've like, seen just,
1: live and it's tremendous.
0: Uh, oh, I can't even imagine that. Jesus <laughs> Christ! So you've seen Jerry Cinnamon live?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where? Liverpool and i'm going to scotland in july to see him again at hampton park so i'll be bringing an Everton flag and a Gomez mask
0: nice (laughs) nice nice that's awesome very cool uh so as we're as we're played out to uh belter uh which is which is great Uh, it's time to end the Toffee Blues podcast Uh, if you've been listening to us thanks so much we appreciate it please uh, throw us a a subscription Um, you know it just throws us on your feed with all your other subscriptions so you know when there's something when there's a new one that's it Uh, and uh, if you're sitting there thinking you know what Dan sounds new I want to see what he looks like I, I, I wonder if he has dreadlocks I mean, he doesn't, but you may be wondering that. The only way you can figure that out is if you check us out on YouTube. You can actually check out our YouTube channel. Uh, similar content, except our faces accompany the voices. If you need me to explain video to you, that is a different podcast. Uh, so, yeah, so that's that's what's happening there. Uh, if you do want more Dan, he is av- 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 available for, uh, for, for really just... Uh, just good times and companionship uh, he's he will hit up the pub with you so just slide into his DMs uh, he's just a happy fun guy you know what I mean there you go uh, check out his Twitter he'll let you know uh, it, it's just he's, he's also not not afraid of the occasional rant on the Twitters which I feel like most bold folks are, are not afraid of that I, I am because I am a coward Terry on the other hand is is sans cowardice uh, he is not a cowardly bone in his beard. Uh, so if if you want, if you want to check out Terry on the the Twitter. He'll uh, yeah, he will stifle you with his intelligence and rapier like wit. And uh, check out uh, he, he's part of the Liverpool Echo fan jury. His Everton uh, brain droppings plop all over that. Yeah, I I I'm just really liking plop as a verb lately. So enjoy that visual, folks. Uh, so. So, yeah, keep an eye on his Twitter. Um, he'll tell you, uh, you know, when and where he's going to be. He's also, just so you know, the beard is growing, makes the hugs even better. Enjoy. Uh, so, last thing, the Toffee Blues website is All Things Everton. You can find a lot of our fellow contributors uh, throwing all kinds of knowledge on there. Uh, you know, like match previews, match reviews, player ratings, um, you know, freeform poetry. Whatever, whatever you're into is, is there. So, check that out. Uh, And also follow the Toffee Blues on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I got nothing else. Dan, it's been a pleasure to meet you. Thanks so much. You've done wonderful Mm -hmm. on your first try. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, Terry, uh, yeah, as as always, man, good things. Good things.
2: Always a pleasure. Take it easy, guys.
0: Gentlemen, appreciate the the patience and the tolerance of uh, of my old ass. Uh, Yeah, and... uh, Thanks so much for for myself, for Dan, and for Terry and uh, Toffee Blues. Much love to all the Everton people out there. Uh, Yeah, we need – I would like three this weekend. I would like it. Make it so All right. Bye.